0: Good morning and welcome to episode 18 of "Beating Around the Bush podcast. Uh, this is Russell Bush and let's do our disclaimer right quick. "Beating Around the Bush podcast is an extension of the "Beating Around the Bush column that appears weekly in the Carroll County Newsletter and are simply my opinions, my observations, and the usual ramblings of an old sports writer. And with that being said, let me apologize, start with, for being a day late. I normally do podcast on a Monday, but this podcast is entitled Banquet, and I don't mean fried chicken. And the reason I say that is I held off a day on doing the podcast because I wanted to talk about Huntington football one last time, maybe for uh, this year. Well, it will be for this year because we're only... Uh, You know, what's today? The 14th of December. So we're only 17 days away from uh, 2022. And let's hope 2022 is a better year than 2021 and 2020. But, you know, I I, I hold reservations about that being true. But anyway, I wanted to talk about the football banquet um, because it's kind of the uh, conclusion of football for the season. And of course, uh, last podcast, we talked about state championship games uh, where uh, my wife and I attended, watched all six games except for the private schools. So there was nine games and we watched six of those in two days and we recapped those uh, last week. But I kind of want to go back and talk about the banquet a little bit. Maybe a couple of other things that are on my mind uh, this morning. But uh, our, our listening audience has grown and, and it's something that's I'm excited about. Uh, we We're up to, uh, on some occasions, we've had uh, at least 24 plays or so on certain podcasts. And that could mean, you know, you could have three or four people listening uh, to one. And so we don't know how many people that is. But that's exciting to know that it's continuing to grow. And I appreciate your support. Uh, It's something I enjoy doing. So it's not hard for me Uh, to get here every morning or every Monday morning, and of course, in this case, Tuesday morning, uh, to give you a podcast. But uh, Banquet started out last night, and of course, uh, Coach Swenson, Coach Eric Swenson, kind of had to do all the emceeing because uh, our uh, quarterback club president, Johnny Ray Pearson, kind of chickened out. Well, I'm calling him out. I'm just messing with Johnny Ray, uh, not a bigger supporter of Huntington Sports uh, than Johnny Ray Pearson, but... Uh, You just don't like being up there in front of everybody, and that's okay. Uh, Each has his own, but uh, Coach Eric Swenson uh, started out last night. Of course, they started out last night, as they always do, with the uh, cheerleader awards, and cheerleaders are a necessary part of what you do, and that's always a good thing that you can recognize them along with your football players. Uh, They get your crowd pumped up. They get you uh, excited about what's going on on the field in the student section, you know, they get them kind of fired up and, and the players hear that on the field. Uh, so, uh, Miss Julia Boyd is cheerleader sponsor. And I understood from last night that, uh, she's turning that over, uh, to somebody else next year. So, uh, she's been doing it a while, been doing a great job. Huntington always has some great cheerleaders, uh, the seniors, uh, for those cheerleaders. And I might not get all these names, uh, correct, but, uh, Kay- Kaylin Ballou, uh, Navia Carruthers, uh, Abby Lewis, and uh, uh, the Noonan girl. Can't remember her first name. But anyway, of course, Coach Winston starts out like he always does after the cheerleader awards, and thanking a multitude of people. And you have to do that because there's a lot of people that go into making a football program successful, from your quarterback club to your clock operators, to your chain gang to your bus drivers, your filmers, uh, all that stuff, and, uh, you know, that that's uh, that makes it exciting, and, and you need to do that because those people need a recognition because you can't name them all. They didn't name every single name last night, and uh, that's hard to do, but there's a lot of people, and as Coach Swenson said, at one point uh, during all of that, hey, you know, uh, that it takes – an entire community almost, and and it seemed like that it was an entire community uh, behind that football team. Uh, I'll, let's kind of recognize our, our ball boys last night, uh, Hayes Eubanks, John Snowland, Colt Wood, uh, Dayton Miller. Uh, those four, the managers were recognized, and uh, they gave Steve Morgan, my old friend Steve Morgan, an award last night. Steve Morgan has been filming for a long time. Uh, for Huntington football. Of course, he's Robbie Miller's uncle. And so there's a relationship there with the football program. And of course, Steve, like everybody else, he wants to do something to help. And uh, that's how he contributed. And they gave him the blue and gold award last night. They don't give that every year, but there's certain times when somebody uh, deserves that. And Steve definitely uh, film is important. That's how coaches uh, scout the other team. That's how they, uh devise a game plan offensively and defensively with that film and, and steve does that and has been doing it a long time he's decided hey uh, it's time to let somebody else do it and he's he's uh he's moving on and not doing that and uh, uh there you go so uh, definitely uh well deserved that they recognized steve last night a uh, good friend of mine has been for a long time love the man uh he, he he's he's as good as it gets and I, I was glad to see uh steve last night receive an award then he got into uh the player awards and of course that's what the banquet's all about it's the huntington football banquet and quarterback club of course uh puts that on every year and you know i kind of had a, a contribution to that in a way that uh Uh, Kim Pearson, Johnny Ray's wife, bought a bunch of my photo books that I do every year and gave them to all the seniors, so a little memento for them to uh, take with them and be able to look at from uh, years on down the road, and uh, that's exciting for me. Uh, Don't do it for the recognition, but uh, it makes me feel good to know that those kids will have that uh, as long as they don't lose it. Okay, individual awards. Uh, Last night... And again, the most improved player, and this is a good, this is a good choice, Uh, because when the season started back in uh, July, or when training camp started, all that good stuff, the uh, Austin Bird, I believe his name's Austin, uh, was penciled in as the starting center, and he had played toward the end of his freshman year, and. They liked what they saw out of him. Not very big, not very tall, uh, but he did a great job at that center position uh, the last several games of the season in 2020. And, uh, you know, he was the heir apparent to have that job when the 2021 season started. Well, he suffered an injury and didn't get to play until I think maybe he got to see some action in the last game or two of the season, but he pretty much missed the entire season. So they had to come up with somebody else to play center. Uh, that turned out to be Luke Cooper. Uh, Luke Cooper, a junior uh, this past season, anchored that center position and did a great job. And that's why he received the Most Valuable Player Award. I mean, excuse me, not Most Valuable Player, Most Improved Player Award. We'll get to Most Valuable Player a little bit later on. But the next award they gave out last night was the uh, Paul Ward Senior Award. Now, that's a kind of a special award. It means a lot to me and some of the guys that uh, played from 1975 on back to like 1955, somewhere along the there when Coach Ward came to Huntingdon. I uh, actually came over from Brewston and uh, coached at Huntingdon. The stadium is named after uh, Paul Ward. Uh, he's a legend 169 wins i believe i'm just trying to quote that off the top of my head so i could be wrong about that but it's somewhere in that vicinity uh was the all-time winningest coach until coach mansfield came along and broke that i believe and of course coach mansfield's got something nobody else has and that's the state championship but who knows how many coach ward would have had uh if it had been under the current format as far as playoffs are concerned the way it is now but Paul Ward Senior Award is named after Paul Ward Senior because that is uh indicative or it represents how Huntington football is played. When you mention Paul Ward Senior, everybody knows you're talking about Huntington football. That those two go together. Huntington football and Paul Ward Senior. Those are synonymous with each other. They are what hayden is all about when it comes to football yes we've got some great coaches eric swenson great football coach uh he's got a lot of wins on his resume now at hayden in his second uh time around of course first time around his offensive coordinator but he came back 2008 i believe something like that and uh took back over the program so he's had a few years under the helm and Coach Mansfield. A lot of wins, state championship. Coach Coach Swinson's got a runner-up trophy. Coach Mansfield's got a state championship and two runner-up trophies. But they will be the first ones to tell you if you talk to those two men, Coach Swenson and Coach Mansfield, that Coach Ward is special because uh, when you go back to that phrase that Allen Eubanks has used uh, many a time, and, and as I said before, I don't know if he coined that phrase but I love it. You know, you're drinking from a well you didn't dig. Coach Ward dug that well. He dug that well called Hainton Football. And uh, we're all just drinking from it. So this ward is a special, but it, it represents what Hainton Football is all about. And as Coach Winston said, it, it's it goes to the person because of the way they play every single down of the game. And last night, that award was given to Blake Reeves. I can't think of a better choice. Uh, when we get into special teams, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, understand more about what that meant because uh, when they did give out the special team award, they talked to Break Blake Reeves, and he didn't win the special team award be because or he wouldn't didn't receive it i shouldn't say win because it's not a popularity contest it's not a you know you don't vote for it it's not like an election you receive it because it's given to you in some cases voted on by your teammates and coaches uh select a lot of it so you know if you get one of those uh somebody thinks a lot of you uh but blake at, at when the season started did everything you know he kicked off he kicked extra points he punted uh, He's on a kickoff team. He's on a kickoff receiving team. He's on offense. He's on defense. Never came off the field. Uh, but he played Huntington football the way Coach Ward wanted it played, the way Coach Mansfield wanted it played, the way Coach Swinson wants it played. And when you think about that, kind of getting off track here a little bit, but I'll get right back on. When you think about it, you go back to 1955. Well, prior to Coach Mansfield taking the job, and I think it was 91, 92, something like that, when Coach Mansfield uh, took over the head coaching job, since then, there's only been two head coaches at Huntington High School. Think about that. And that was Coach Mansfield and Coach Swinson. Now, you've had Bobby Hayes. You've had uh, Pee Wee Robinson. You've had uh, Cliff Zerdinand in between Coach Ward and uh, Coach Mansfield. But since Coach Mansfield started, so that's uh, what helped me out here, people that, that are better at math than I am. 30 years or so that you've had only two head coaches. This is a lot for your football program. This is a lot, if you ask me. But Paul Ward Senior Ward, Blake Reeves. I can't think of anybody any better to have gotten that. The Ironman Award, that goes to the top lifter, weight lifter. Nowadays, uh, you're not going to win many football games if you're not in the weight room, and that's just a fact. That's just the way it is. And the top lifter, and they do it, according to Coach Swenson, they used to do it one one lift, and kids were kind of putting too much on there, and at risk of injury, and uh, for safety reasons, you know, you do the best of three, you do bench squat, and... uh Uh, I've got that on my phone. So just hang on a minute. And I'm going to look that up because I actually have, uh, that information here. But anyway, the top lifter was, uh, Cade Wood. He benched 345. He cleaned 265 and he squatted 475. Uh, that's pretty impressive. And if you saw Cade Wood, you would go, wow, I don't believe that, but strong young man to be no bigger than he is. But you also saw it on the football field. You don't win football games without lifting weights. You don't win football games without being stronger than the guy across from you. And when you're smaller, uh, you've got to compensate. Cade Wood was definitely that kind of player. So, Ironman Award, Cade Wood. Special teams. We talked about that a minute ago. And uh, Coach Nathan Wallace took that over this year. Of course, Coach Rick Wallace, a uh, great guy, Coach Rick Wallace, coached for years. Uh, One of the few people that I know that has a state championship ring as a player when he was at Brewston, and I think it was 89, and a state championship ring as a coach in 03 at Hayden and decided he wanted to do something else. And if you know Rick, Rick's just a good guy. And uh, he was the special teams coach, so when he decided to step away, uh, Coach Nathan Wallace took that over. And as he said last night, they started brand new. They had to start, uh, they had replaced your long snapper, your short snapper. They had to replace your punter, place kicking. Uh, they had to replace your kickoff man, kickoff return people, all of those. They had to start from scratch because people that had did it before graduated. And they tried, as I mentioned earlier, Blake Reeves at that. And Blake could have definitely done it. He was probably the logical choice, but like Coach Nathan Wallace said, he never came off the field, and uh, that kind of made me hurt a little bit to the fact that he had to be on the field all the time. So what they did was they started searching for another place kicker, and then next thing you know, here comes Hunter Britt, offensive lineman, and you don't see many offensive linemen in your place kicker, but Hunter Britt took on those duties. You know, It was a little inconsistent at first, but then he figured it out. Because there, at some point where you wondered if you ever was going to miss an extra point. But great job by Hunter Britt uh, stepping in there and doing that. And there was one thing that they mentioned last night that a lot of people uh, didn't realize. And actually, I kind of had mentioned it in a podcast several weeks ago. On Side Kicks, Hunter Britt. Well, it seemed like they kick it right at him every time. You know, you got a big old offensive lineman, you know, good-sized kid, and, you know, you don't think he's real soft-handed or anything. So when you go got an onside kick, you're going to kick it at somebody like that. Well, wrong, because Hunter Britt never missed one of those. He covered up a lot of onside kicks and uh, did a great job there. Then we got into the defensive boards. Of course, those were presented by Coach uh, Robbie Miller, who's the defensive coordinator. But the lineman, uh, I love his kid. Uh, he plays with a lot of uh, – has a lot of motor to him. Has a lot of energy, and you can see it – you'll see it tonight if you go to the basketball game. Elijah Flowers. Uh, you know, they they had him one time kind of at uh, linebacker, and then they realized, like Coach Miller said last night, uh, this kid plays better with his hand on the ground, and that means you get in a three-point stance and you, you just take off. Uh, And he, Elijah Elijah was a difference maker in a lot of different games and uh, put pressure on a lot of quarterbacks and a lot of running backs and was hard to block. Defensive back, that award was presented to Landon Skippy Gordon. And, you know, Skippy, he don't look that big on the field, but he looks even smaller off the field when he's not got his uniform on. But as Coach Miller said last night, there's not anybody going to hit you any harder than Landon Skippy Gordon. And you can see that. He would he would definitely knock your head off. And he uh, he was just a sophomore, so he's back for two more years. And uh, I think that's right. I think he's a sophomore. Uh might be a junior, but I think he's a sophomore. But anyway, uh, Landon Skippy Gordon, your defensive back, your linebacker, well, that's a kind of almost a no-brainer because he was all-state last year as a linebacker and that was Cade Wood. He and Blake Reeves and Aiden Hutcherson played in that all-star game last week down at USJ, and that's a pretty big honor. But Cade Wood, you know, one of my all-time favorite players, and he's going to be missed, And one of those seniors that we talk about. Offensive awards, there was only two of those, and, of course, that was – uh, the back, and that back was Aiden Hutchinson, a leading rusher somewhere close to 1,500 yards. I think it's 1,400-plus uh, yards. Uh, lineman of the year, uh, Darius Gordon. And uh, Darius was a load to run behind. Good-sized kid, uh, actually at one time, and uh, was being recruited by some mid-level like uh, Murray State. Middle Tennessee State was interested in him and all that good stuff so uh that was a uh, pretty big deal but darius gordon and then we had all region they announced that last night and i always write that down because i've actually had coaches uh message me over the years uh, or quarterback club has trying to remember who made all Region so they can put it in the program don't was one reason i write this down but uh the first team or on the first team all-Region with Cade Wood, Blake Reeves, C.J. Palinaro. And by the way, C.J., if I'm not wrong, has uh, was the leading tackler on the football team. And not very big, but he'll be back next year. Landon Gordon made the All-Region team. Elijah Flowers made the All-Region team. Darius Gordon made... all region team then there was two kids that were honorable mention for the all region uh that was uh nate ricketts and seth hughes and one other player was named to the all region team because they have an all uh, all region offensive player mvp all region defensive player mvp and then they have an mvp and i i don't haven't seen the entire region team but i guarantee the all mvp for the entire region was probably Ty simpson but uh most valuable offensive player was Aiden hutcherson, and uh that's that's a pretty big honor by the way, that was region seven two a and the state champion came out of region seven two a by the way, just saying that then the co captains and the captains or the captain was announced last night that's a special award if i if it was been me, I would have really really. Uh, felt good about that if, I, if my name had been called for that because it's voted on by your teammates. So that's what your teammates think of you. And I've got numerous pictures that I've taken this year of these three young men and refreshing to see in our day and time that they would kneel before they went out to the coin flip. They would kneel together and say the Lord's Prayer or, or a prayer of some form, those three together, and it was always uh, refreshing to watch. But your co-captains were Aiden Hutcherson and Cade Wood. Your captain, Darius Gordon. And those three players uh, were pretty much all the way through the year. They would do the coin flip at the end of the year. The players uh, thought enough of their teammates that they'd name them. And that's something I'd take with them the rest of your life. And then at the end of the uh, program, the last thing that uh, was done was the quarterback club, MVP player of the year. And that's like coach Swenson said, I got thinking about that. And he's right. Cause I hadn't, it's just always been done this way since I've been here. And of course I've never been anywhere else. So, you know, you, you can take that for what it's worth, but for people that have not always been here, it's a little different, but, Quarterback club, you, you you buy a seat. And of course, I'm not a member of the quarterback club because I don't have to buy a seat. Now, I stand on the sidelines, you know, but I, I I contribute in different ways. But, uh, you know, that's the prime seats and you get the prime parking, you know, and that's why people do that part of it. Of course, there's no bad seats on the home side it ain't in Indian as far as football game goes. But all those that are, have a quarterback club seat have a vote. And I used to be involved in this. My late wife passed away in 2006 used to be the treasurer. And we always got to vote because she was the treasurer. And, but you get to vote for three. And what they do is you list the first one, the second one, the third one. And then they, you know, you get so many, whatever for first and votes or whatever, however you want to look at it. And then second, third, and they accumulate all those. And out of those three, uh, Whoever gets the most first-place votes, basically what it's going to amount to, is your quarterback club MVP, and the community votes on it. That's what's unique about it, and that's what's different than most places you go. And, of course, you know, that that that, that could have gone a bunch of different ways last night. Now, I'll be honest with you. Uh, statistic-wise, it, it, it was pretty much almost a no-brainer. Although Aiden Hutcherson, who had almost fifteen yards, fifteen hundred yards rushing uh, at one time until the last game of the season, I think, or last game he played, uh, was leading the state in scoring. And a kid passed him because he didn't. We didn't score one touchdown in our last game. That that hurt. But anyway, still, you, you go all year leading the state in scoring. Uh, you know, Aiden Hutcherson, statistic wise, you know, pretty much no brainer. Cade Wood had a great year, he had 1,300 yards, I think, somewhere right along in there, and uh, he had a great year. Uh, Blake Reeves could have won that award easily, and you could go on down the line and probably name some other kids on that offensive line, Darius Gordon. Uh, you could name some kids on the defensive side of the football that could have, you know, gone up this award, but the town of Aiden voted for Aiden Hutcherson. Aiden Hutcherson, your quarterback club MVP. That's a, that's, that's a special award, and, and I'm glad to see Aiden get it. Good kid. Uh, I understand from Johnny Ray that he hit a good game in the All-Star game down at USJ, but that kind of wrapped up the football season, and, and that's why I waited a day to uh, talk about the uh, – or do the podcast because I wanted to kind of get those results in so I could, you know, do the podcast, and, I, and I've, I've accomplished that. I'm a day late. Uh, of course, some of you probably don't even realize it's a date late, but we'll, we'll get it up. We'll get it uploaded here in a little bit on a Tuesday morning, uh, basketball still going on. Uh, got a game tonight. Stewart County comes to Huntington, uh, Thursday night, Huntington goes to Clarksburg, Friday night, Huntington goes to McKenzie, uh, following Tuesday before Christmas break, Gleason comes to Huntington. That's the schedule for the next week. Uh, Again, I'm going to miss a couple of those games because Friday we are leaving for uh, St. Augustine, Florida. We're going to spend a few days on the beach, Uh, just get away a little bit at Christmas break, and then we're coming back. I'm working some of the Christmas basketball tournament as far as PA goes. Uh, So I'm excited about doing that, helping out the Huntington Point Guard Club, and I'll be there for that, actually doing PA tonight in in place of Mr. Parish, uh, who could not be there tonight. So I'm going to do that tonight. Uh, so there will be no pitchers tomorrow. Sorry. But uh, basketball going good and strong. You know what? Our next podcast. i just kind of give you a, a little uh, tidbit on what's coming up. There's something that's bothering me about college football. And, and that's the transfer portal. And we'll talk about that maybe next week because that kind of bothers me What where college football is headed as far as some of that stuff goes. Also, uh, Tennessee's playing in a bowl game, playing Purdue and the music city bowl. Thought about trying to get a ticket for that, but I understand. And I went to that several, several years ago when Tennessee played North Carolina in the music city bowl when Derek Dooley was there and, and got beaten actually uh, because of the way they got beat it actually changed the rule uh, as far as the substitutions go, uh, as far as white college football goes now. So it's kind of the Derek Dooley rule. Uh, but, Tennessee lost on a field goal in that uh, bowl game because North Carolina should have been penalized for an illegal substitution, and they didn't because it didn't fall on the rules. They've changed that rule now where both teams uh, have to substitute. You can't, you know, they would not never got the kickoff under the rules that are current now. Let's put it that way. And Tennessee would have won that bowl game, but they didn't. They lost to North Carolina. But anyway, uh, they play Purdue on December the 30th, I believe that is, in Nashville. We might talk about that. It won't be next week, but we're, we're, we're going to keep talking about just stuff that I like to talk about. Uh, it might be a range of a whole bunch of things, but I hope you keep listening. A lot of you have, and uh, I, I appreciate that. But uh, that's been this week's podcast. day late. Again, I apologize, but I wanted to get this banquet stuff in, and I'm not talking about fried chicken. I'm talking about banquet, football banquet. And Hey, if I don't do one next week, it's because I'm going to be on the beach, but I'm going to try. To pull this off. So I'll see you next week.